Yes, yes, welcome. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. Another week, another another day, another dollar, another moment in your life that is passing you by and you're spending it with moi. I'm glad you're spending it with moi. Um, I've just been doing an episode every about two weeks or so because uh, that's what I've been feeling like. I've been drowning, dude. Does this mean I'm getting older where every day there's it just doesn't end, bro? It doesn't end. It's just always something, dude. It's, it's always something. And you know what the worst part about it is? Is none of it is ever in my control. If I could just control everything, if I had full control over um, everything, there would never be any problems. It'd be fine-tuned in German engineering of life. If people just, if everybody just did exactly what I told them to do, nothing would ever go haywire. But no, I got to rely on outside sources of people putting the pieces together in my life behind the scenes that I can't have access to. And I got to make a bunch more calls. And I got to explain to people how to do their job, which I've never done before, because their dumb actions affect something in my life. Then I got to sit around, wait for something back or some policy or whatever the fuck it is. And this probably makes no sense to you because you have no idea what I'm talking about, uh, because I'm talking about very general things in very specific terms. Anyways. Please make sure to uh, rate, uh, leave a review if you do. I actually haven't checked the reviews in a minute. Let me check the reviews. Uh, has anybody left anything new and cool? Um, let's see. Doing this live, huh? Very meta. Very, very, very meta. But that's okay. I like to give you a glimpse inside. I don't like to do uh, the whole showbiz thing. I don't like to pretend like there's a bunch of magic going on. Because you know what? There's not. It's hard work, it's hard work, persistence, and uh, just pure raw talent. You know what? <laughs> I don't know. Go check out my book if you haven't bought my book yet. Uh, I really want to release a new book. It's really one I want to put more time into. But uh, go buy my book, The Petty Principles. It's available on Amazon or uh, Barney's and Nobley's. Go check out the, the podcast Base Talk, which I'm only going to put on YouTube going forward. And then this podcast, I'm still building the podcast studio for this one. So that might take a little bit because uh, daddy's running low on money, dude. Before I knew it, I had a $7,000 credit card bill. And then uh, I don't like being in debt. So I'm going to pay that down this week before I uh, spend any money on anything else. So I can't just go out and buy more equipment or for dude moving is expensive because when i moved in this new place i literally had nothing and then uh you know all of a sudden a couple thousand bucks here a couple hundred bucks here a couple blah 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 here and uh yeah dude here we are here we are just at the end of the world it's the end of the world as we know it dude i got really um I, I I had that heartburn shit, dude. And um, I ended up just getting like really fucking sick every time I would drink. So I think I, had a, I think I had a stomach ulcer, dude. And seeing a doctor in Texas, oh my God, is the most difficult shit in the world, bro. You literally have to be fucking dying to be able to see a doctor in Texas. And I think even if you're dying, it doesn't matter. I've been trying to get in, uh, in cahoots with the primary care doctor. And I don't know what the fuck I have to lie to them about to be able to go in there and just get established so I can get looked at. But um, I finally went to a walk-in a walk clinic about my heartburn issue, and they did give me some good meds. But I tell them about 
you know, the shit going on. He's like, oh, well, if it persists, then you need to go get an endoscopy from a, a gastrologist. I was like, okay, well, I've also had really bloody sinuses. He's like, oh, well, maybe you need to go to a sinus doctor. I'm like, okay, guy, what do you do? Are you just the, 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 the director? Are you the hotel lobby guy that tells me exactly where to go? I don't know, dude. Um, fact of the matter is, is uh, that I've learned, well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's so hard to get to see a doctor here in San Antonio because everybody's so goddamn fat. I swear to God, dude, San Antonio is a fucking trip, bro. I'm sure the elevation here has dropped just based on the weight of the citizens pushing down on the city. I'm sure there's underground erosion happening just from people walking from McDonald's to Burger King. Actually, I doubt people even eat McDonald's and Burger King in this town because the food is so fucking good, dude. I think even the water supply has butter in it, dog. Then it's this like humid weather and I'm pretty sure the humidity is just evaporated back sweat coming off the fucking uh, single females of San Antonio's backs which is being heated up by uh, the condensed big bodies being close to each other, giving off body heat radiation, making this big vortex. And I think we're going to get hit by a sweat tornado, dude. And we're going to get hit by a big old San Antonio sweat tornado. And San Antonio does not give the conservatives uh, a bad case about immigration because this is what happens when you don't control the border all the Mexicans come in and then they feed all the white people tacos and all, and you got a bunch of fat white people walking around. Um, <laughs> yeah, some, uh, some Republicans going to run with that. They're going to be like, look at all the fat white people running around. We got to secure the border. Which I mean, realistically, what is a country without a border? But that's none of my business. Or is it? You know, I just like it when they send these people to uh, other city like all these liberal states that are all like oh yeah keep the borders open yada yada and then when texas and florida when they start shipping people to those states like oh we just don't have the infrastructure here well you think texas has it i don't know dude we'll figure it out though we'll figure it out it's good to have good people from from all walks of life as long as everybody's good people it doesn't fucking matter dude Send all the bitchy, white, whiny liberals to fucking Portland and all the other crime-beloved people. I love San Antonio because there's a lot of German and Hispanic culture here, dude. It's awesome. There's a lot of uh, good, spicy, delicious food, and there's even blonde people that look like me in this heat, which is not normal because back home in Seattle, and I was doing the math. I haven't been to Seattle in a grip, dude. I haven't seen some dork catch a fish in like two years. Um, you know, I've actually never seen that. I've never been down to Pike Place Market where those dorks are throwing the fish around. I think they like make them talk or something. I don't know. Or the disgusting ass gum wall. I don't miss Seattle one bit, bro. I miss my dad. I miss my grandma. I miss, you know, my family in general. Um, I miss all my friends. I should have my cousin Steve on this podcast. I should check in with him and see what he thought about the, uh, the Daytona 500. I texted him the other day. To wish him a happy Daytona. And I'll read you what he said back to me. Uh, wait. Let me reload. It's the end of the world. I said, hey, cut. 
Just wanted to wish you a happy holiday. Must be special spending your first 500 with the little one. Enjoy these times because he just had another kid. He said, this is the nicest thing someone's ever sent me. I said, I get emotional around this time of year. He said, Dale's looking down, keeping the boys safe through every left turn. Going to be a good day. Engine's going to be roaring. Tires burning and the steering wheels cranked to the left. God bless America and God bless Daytona. Yeah, I should get him on here. But uh, yeah, I don't really miss uh, Washington too much. I just had like a real, you know, like last two years in Washington were just fucking dark for me, man. COVID all shut down, lost my job. My relationship was fucking hell. I hated all her friends. Uh, I just, I got sick. It's just everything was negative, dude. And you get out of there, it's just fuck the red, the, the weather's all fucked up. I never believed in seasonal depression. I just thought it was some bullshit to sell allergy pills or depression pills. Um, but then I got out of that terrible ass weather and I've actually realized like, no, I, I don't want to blow my head off every five minutes. Um, it's actually nice. Like I was having a really bad day at work and, uh, I, I just took like an hour and a half lunch and I went and slept in my car and I just, you know, had the window down. I just had the sun like beaming on my face. And I just closed my eyes and I just laid there in the sun. And then by the time I came back to, I just, I could, I could feel the sun just reinvigorating my pale, pasty, skinny buddy. Okay. It just breathed air back into my bones. It breathed, uh, what's it called? It photosynthesized my uh, plant active internal body lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Because I haven't eaten a steak in a little bit because last time I ate a steak, I shit myself, dude. I'm getting old, dog. I'm getting old and I'm noticing it in my friends too. Sometimes I'll see like, gray hairs on my friends and then I'll visualize like, oh, my arthritis is acting up today. And then uh, somebody else will just be like puking from being hung over, even though it's probably most of the time me. Um, I love all my friends to death, but the one thing and I'm about to talk some shit, I don't even know if it's talking shit, dude, because they mean well. Uh, but it's like, it's hard being the only single person because the average person that I hang out with isn't like, if you're listening to this podcast, we're probably not even that great of friends because the people I'm like the closest to, I don't think they even know that I do any of this shit. You know what I mean? And it's kind of good because then you don't get like treated weird. You know what I mean? And, um, but it's like the average person that I hang out with on the daily, right? They aren't like red pilled you know what i mean so like they don't really understand how i view the world and i don't want to sound like a huge nut job in real life all the time like i hear people say stuff and i don't want to interrupt them and tell them like no your worldview is fucked up because every, everybody's got to figure this out for themselves you know i mean there's a lot of things that i could weigh in on on a lot of people where i know like it would improve the quality of their life but i know it's just not my place to be that guy if you want to know, you can read my fucking book and listen to my content and do all that shit and yada yada. It's not like I'm saying anything new. I'm recycling shit from thousands of years that have been passed down from people like Marcus Aurelius and shit like that and flooded into different uh, spheres of life, which you can pick up on these little lessons and translate them into the modern times and make sense out of the problems in your own life and get a little laugh, laughing chuckle out of stuff because there's nothing funnier than truth. But it's like, especially men, we've been so conditioned to live in such a like bullshit Hollywood propagated world because you get these 
nerds writing movies and the the fake corrupt media that's just pushing whatever narratives trying to just emasculate men there's oh there's always these strong alpha females making all decisions and the dumb husbands following her around flying off of docks on a segway with his dumb helmet on in the insurance commercials or whatever it may be you know and so <clears throat> i don't really i don't weigh in on this shit too much like outside of um Outside of like my con, you know, there's the Lord Petty life and then there's the Rodney life. And I try to stay the same person in every room I walk into, but I also know not everybody wants to hear my fucking opinion on everything. So I keep my opinion to myself in normal situations. If you want to seek out my opinion, there's enough of it there. You can find it. But so with a lot of my good friends, with people I love dearly, they don't really understand that I have no desire for like traditional relationship arrangements and like, well, I do. I don't have a like modern relationship, you know, where it's like, I'm sorry, but it's very rare that I, I just meet any women that I even would entertain the thought of being in a relationship with them. Like there's plenty of women, a lot of them don't, you know, a lot of them I honestly met through like the internet. We're like, okay, she gets it. But I would not entertain the idea of a relationship with like, I would say 95% of women that I meet. And it's like, am I a guy? Would I do the deed? Yes. But also does just like casually hooking up with people kind of gross me out? Yes, it does. And so I'm kind of in this predicament where I'm like legitimately just kind of happy doing my thing, being on my own, being on my purpose, like working on my, my company stuff and then going to my job and learning those skills and like trying to go to the gym and, eat healthy and like play my guitars and like write music and just creating stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm content and I'm happy doing what I'm doing. And then people that don't have those outlets of things to pour themselves into their whole, um, you know, and that's what you see in the movies where it's like, we've drilled into men's head where it's like, Oh, well you need to go out and find a woman and then just, just break your back your whole life to try and make her, her happy, happy wife, happy life. You know, it's like, Newsflash, bro, she's never going to be happy. So it's like, what are you doing? What are, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> um, I mean, if I, met, if, I'm, you know, if I met like a unicorn woman, I would have no problem, you know, being a good guy in there. I mean, I tried that and then it just completely backfired because I completely, but everything happens for a reason, you know? Date some fucking some fucking manipulative people and shit like that. So if you figure it out, you know, that's like Robert Greene has this book called The Laws of Human Nature. And I, I read that book and it just completely, uh, you know, opened my eyes to a lot of things that I was personally dealing with. That's why, like, I, I was talking to Emily. I was talking to Emily Wilson, a.k.a. Emily Saves America. I was talking to her on the phone like two days ago. And uh, or maybe we were texting. I can't. Yeah, I think we're, what I talked to her on the phone today. That's why I'm getting that fucked up. But we were texting like two days ago, and she was just talking about how like uh, how bullshit dating coaches are. And I completely agree with that. That dating coaches are such bullshit. But I do believe in um, you know finding information about like human nature and stoicism and shit like that. And then you translate that into the same way you would like the business world. You translate into that that into the dating world about how you deal with like narcissists and power hungry because because like you know chicks for instance women they don't have the physical strength that men have so they have but they're just as fucking capable as men are but so they're more skilled with like mental manipulations and shit like that because they can't just punch their way out of situations you know what i mean 
So you got to you got to be aware of these things, dude. You got to be aware of these things. So so if I find some sort of unicorn that isn't like you know, um, interested in ruin my life for fucking fun, um, yeah, I'd probably wife her up. But I just I have no, it's not it's not like a priority of mine. It's nothing I I really care about. Um, but you know, obviously I'm a dude. I got needs, but. Um, but so people just kind of have this hard time wrapping their head around the fact when I say, no, like I'm, I'm good and I really don't need any help. You know, people start talking to me like I'm some fucking dork virgin because I don't have a girl because all my friends are like married and shit like that. You know what I mean? And I think it's hard for them to wrap their heads around that. I don't want what they have. Like what they have looks great to what they have looks great to me for them, but it's not what I want. You know what I'm saying? at least not at this stage in my life. Like I would rather build a way cooler life at this point so I can, I don't know, dude, it's just not, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain, but uh, it's annoying. then when I go somewhere with like a group of people and then I, <laughs> I even, I exchange like two words with a woman and they're like, Oh my God, ask her. Or basically people are just pushing the shit on me that I should like go and ask. And it's like, dude, I, I I'm fine. Like, and if I want to, I will, you think I'm scared of getting rejected? No, I'm not. I don't care. I literally don't care. It means nothing to me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just venting. Cause why wouldn't I? It's my podcast. I can talk about whatever the fuck I want, dude. If you want to talk about something else, start your own podcast, dude. Um, one thing I do want to bring up real quick, like, uh, so when I was on Kill Tony, there was a guest. Her name was Punky Johnson. And she was not feeling me, and she was not having it. And it kind of, it gave the perception that I bombed when I was on the show just because of um, just <clears throat> choking, just because how... Um, a certain part of the segment was just because they weren't feeling me. I'm like this tall, fucking handsome, funny white guy. They're not going to like that. They want me to be either. If you're not like actually retarded, you have to pretend to be retarded or something like that to get on, like to do well on that show at this point. But um, she was on there again recently and she did the same shit to William Montgomery that she did to me where she's telling him about how he can't say certain stuff. But, you know, he's like the regular, been on there for like three years, yada, yada. He's a big fucking insane person that's probably never going to be anything bigger than that show. Um, and so now the whole family's like, oh, Punky sucks. Punky sucks. I told you she sucked. I told you guys this shit a year ago that she fucking sucked. And so I'm telling you, bro, I, I'm, never, uh, I'm never wrong. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. But anyways, uh, is there anything else I want to touch on? There's probably a lot of things I want to touch on. Kind of like, uh, I want to touch on this Latina I met with a huge ass the other night. Kind of want to touch on her, but she seems like a huge uh, drunk. So uh, again, everybody's like, oh, you should hit her up. And then she was kind of being wishy-washy with her responses. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to stop. I'm just not going to text her. And one of my friend girls said, well, if you stop texting her, it's not like she's going to text you. I was like, so what? It's her fucking loss. Think I give a shit? No. Anyways. Uh, yeah, y'all motherfuckers take care. Make sure to leave a rating. Tell somebody about a podcast. Isn't this podcast great? See that quick 20 minutes? 
whatever you were doing right there. See how we did that together? It was a bonding moment, and now we're even deeper friends. Okay? All right, friend. Later. Yeah, certified galactic serpent. Diamond surfing hers up on my curtain. Swampy look delicious, you a great value version. About to make a purchase, taking back no Papa Murphy's. Pull up at the Kirby, spilling bourbon on my jersey. I just left the U-Haul balling and moving couches. I just look astounding, ain't no fucking way around her. Fake chicken nuggets, but I still hamburger. Whipping a candy tractor up the Poconos Mountains. I just serve supper to Muriel and Eustace. Looking just like I'm Courage, the whip candy fusion. Now, now I cook with oil coming straight from Andalusia. Talking about this truth, they might confuse me with Confucius. Vikings might have read my writing when they was riding. Seal Team Swamp brought Osama out of hiding. Ain't shit new nor surprising. My dog just pissed on a Louis Vuitton fire hydrant. I speak my own. 